You are listening to 757 Bytes, where we talk about innovation and entrepreneurship in the 757 community and beyond. To learn more about the 757 CoLab network of organizations, visit 757angelsgroup.com, 757accelerate.org, 757startupstudios.org, and be sure to connect with us through our social media channels. Welcome back, listeners, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of 757 Bytes. I'm your host, Hunter Walsh, and today we are pleased to be joined by the dynamic duo of Alex and Thomas Ross, part of Photog, a 757 Startup Studios company. Thanks so much for joining us, Alex and Thomas. Well, thank you for having us. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Alex and Thomas, tell us how you got into entrepreneurship and the startup ecosystem. Uh, Thomas, you Alex, go. do you want to go? Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I, I say ladies first, but I guess she's going to let me have the floor. Uh, so, Hunter, I thank you for that question. And it's a pleasure being here. Absolutely. Uh, so, the question is how did we get into entrepreneurship? I think we've both been serial entrepreneurs all our lives. You know, we always felt like we always wanted to do something outside of the rat race. So we always try to find different ways or different things to kind of invest our time in or invest our money in. I mean, I think our first venture from my wife and I, we owned a barber and beauty salon. Um, And then we end up selling that. And then we uh, did a shirt company, which was very successful. Um, And I passed that on to my brother and my son. And then we end up doing, you know, the photography, which was Born Visionaries, which kind of made me fall in love with photography altogether, which ended up coming into something totally different, which was full talk. Um, To be truthfully honest, I never thought that I would be in this realm. And it's a little bit different for me. Uh, It's not like a brick and mortar or where you, you know, where you can kind of be local with everybody and try to see face to face. You're talking to, you know, people for different aspects of life, for different areas you know it's just it's weird for us to be in this in this place because we never thought that we'll be in this you know like again type of realm in the tech world and photog itself like he said we are serial entrepreneurs but we also want to actually make an impact too so you know wherever we are we want to help and we want to be able to um, make a staple and help our community and our neighbors and and, and do something impactful. So I think that that is a very important component of why we came to Photog, of course. You know, there were questions that needed to be answered. There were issues that we saw across the board in getting jobs in photography. And we wanted to answer those questions and we wanted to find a resolution and, and some resolve for, for our fellow Photogs. So enter Photog, your latest mm-hmm. entrepreneurial endeavor. For those of our listeners that haven't heard of Photog, do you want to tell them a little bit about Photog and how that became about and the problem that you're trying to address? So Photog, um, it has a different, it's been described in different ways. I heard it was a, a broker, we're, we're a brokerage, we are liaisons, but all, all in all what we are, we are a company that try to connect photographers with consumers to consumers with photographers, but also give the photographer an opportunity to grow outside of their geographical areas. Generally, when you're a photographer in a certain area, it's really difficult to try to expand outside of that without spending half of your earnings on 
advertising, uh, marketing paraphernalia, things of that sort. So we want photographers to get back to doing what they love doing, and that is shooting and make sure that they'll be able to make a gainful, a gainful salary doing what they love. Not have to worry about when the next job is going to come in or when the next word of mouth situation comes. Uh, they can go up there, they can be requested, or they can also go up there, which we have, which is almost like it was. It's a job board. It's not built yet, but it's a job board where they can quote uh, different uh, different projects from different cities, different different states, uh, just to be able to expand. You know, so that's what Full Talk generally does. And be um, visible. And be visible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, be visible. Now, I guess the question is how Full Talk came about, which is a funny story in itself. So, me being a photographer, and Alex and I did Born Visionaries. Um, I wanted to expand my photography. You know, I wanted to make a career out of it. So with that in mind, I was working at a a job and, you know, it was just the same rat race, nine to five. And you go to work and you don't, you know, you're getting your job accomplished, but you didn't feel accomplished. So with that in mind, I wanted to start something different, something that I know I was good at. So we did, we we had some, some success, but I really, really wanted to grow a little bit more. So what we started doing, we started buying business cards. We'll leave them at your local gyms or you'll leave them at your grocery store. But the thing that we were doing wasn't really giving us the return that we wanted from it. Uh, we purchased um, ads on Facebook. We did, I mean, we just did a lot of marketing and we did get some, you know, we did get some, some feedback and we did get some clients, but not the amount that we felt that we were put in as far as marketing. So, you know, based out of frustration, you know, I wanted to go hang out with some friends uh, one night, Alex and I, and I was just discussing with, you know, with them, you know, my frustrations about, you know, being able to grow. Because I, 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 at that time, I was really waiting to go, or really, really waiting to get out of that job that I was doing. And I always, again, we're entrepreneurs. We always want to do stuff for ourselves, right? So I was just talking about it. And, you know, my friend happened to say, you know, is there a thing called, you know, uh, you know or not called, or is there such a thing as Uber for photography? And I was like, well, no. And then, you know, that kind of set off the light bulb then and there. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm, as soon as you give me an ideal, I move on it. My wife would tell me I move a little bit too fast and I miss steps. But I moved on it, but I moved on it strategically. So that's how that conversation started. Now, the funny part of this, Full Talk wasn't called Full Talk at first. It was called Insight. And the ideal of Insight was, you know, your insight of the lens. So, you know, I was stuck on it for a little bit. But then I, when, I go, when I went to go register the domain, what we realized there was like millions of companies with the name Insight in it. So I was like, wow, we're not going to have that much visibility, you know. And it was important for us to make sure that we stand out because we wanted, you know, consumers to find us. So I brought the idea to Alex and she absolutely hated it at first. And she was like, Insight? I mean, she's like, talk. What is a talk? And I was like, you know, and I explained to her how I got the name. And the way I got the name is because on Facebook, I'm in a lot of photography groups and stuff like that. And now what I noticed that they kept calling each other full talks, this and full talks, like, hey, fellow full talk, look at this picture and tell me what you think. So she shot it down and I waited, you know, took her to dinner, kind of tried to smooth it over. And uh, I presented to presented the name to her again. And I told her the reason why I said, well, you know, honey, it's a name that most people are not familiar with. It's an uncommon name. And I say it is a funky enough name that people, it will stand out to people. So that's how the name Folk Talk came about. 
And it just it's, it was the best choice because it really talks to who we're really trying to service. And, you know, photographers around the world would know what that name is. Now, for some reason, people want to call it Photo G. Don't get it <laughs> because it's, it's been called that a couple of times, but I don't have a hyphen in it. But, yeah, the name is Photog. So we, we stuck with that. And then the puzzle piece had a uh, metamorphosis itself. The reason why we did a puzzle piece is because we wanted to, you know, connect the consumers with photographers. But, you know, one of the things that we realized, too, that, you know, the puzzle piece was also a, um, a symbol for autism. So we, we kind of switched up a little bit, you know, made it look like a camera and stuff like that. And it still has the same meaning of connecting, but you obviously know that it's a camera. So that is in a mouthful what Photog, how Photog was born. It's always uh, certainly enjoyable hearing kind of the stories, not only of, of how something became uh, and, and started, but also kind of the intentionality in every part of that logo isn't there just for a reason. It has meaning and it all connects and ties together. And I think that you did a really good job of kind of articulating and making sure that everything kind of works with each other for this very complete logo in the end there. Yep. You mentioned that your platform isn't quite yet built out. Where are you kind of in the startup life cycle and what have you and Alex been working on and what's going to be taking up most of your attention in the next few months? Where are we at right now? We're in, we're in a beta phase, which, you know, we have a, we're in our MVP. Right now we're adopting customers. The thing that we're trying to do is get photographers signed up. I didn't want to go full blast on marketing until we had enough photographers to accommodate for consumers when they did go on the website. So we, you know, it's live right now. So if you type in usephotog.com, the, the site will pop up and you can sign on um, as, of, as of today. So if you have photographer, uh, excuse me, if you have photographer friends or any photographers listening, the website is live. So go up there and sign up. Absolutely. I think we were talking about the chicken and the egg. You know, what do you do first? You know, because we do have a two-sided platform where there are clients and there are also um, photographers. And we don't, we've been wrestling with this for a, a really, really long time, whether we were going to go ahead and market to the public. But we want to make sure that, of course, we have the photographers there. So when the clients do come they do have their choices and they do have good photographers to choose from that in the next three months, client adaptation is what we are working on, but we're also um, working on the user interface. So we want to make sure that we can have an application built for mobile devices and things like that. So we have some things lined up with some of our mentors, but we also have some things to um, work on adopting more users as well which I've been working on colleges, talking to professors and instructors of photography, going into those classrooms, talking to their students and helping them log on, log their work, register, um, so that we can just have those people there so that they can start working and using the service. 
The work never yeah. stops. That founder journey is a continuum. And it seems like almost like this, as you mentioned, I think earlier, rat race there, that you're always switching over one set of problems for a new set or opportunities. And, and with that comes a lot of enthusiasm and excitement, especially at the stage that y'all are in there. Kind of looking ahead, if you had to look into a crystal ball at the end of this year, what's, what's one potential highlight that you're really hoping that you can have under your the beltway to close out 2022 with as it relates to photog well we want to definitely get the website and well the website more streamlined and also you know get the the mobile app up and running or have some kind of iteration of it but you know customer ca uh, capture you know we want you know, we want more consumers we want more visibility you i know you previously asked what is going to take up a lot of our time but it's going a lot of it's going to be marketing getting people signed on, getting people used to who we are, and then having those conversations. We want to start doing trade shows. We want to be in front of the public. But we want to make it very easy for people to sign up with Photog and understand what Photog is, but also be invested in it. One of the things is, is that when we named it, we wanted to make sure that they understood this belongs to you. And I always tell you know, Alex and our staff that if we don't have an open door policy. We have an open world policy which means we want people to critique it. We want you to tell us what's wrong with it. We know we want people to tell us what's right with it and keep doing those right, keep doing the things that makes it better and tell us the things that we're doing wrong so we can make it better in that aspect. So a lot of it is going to be product development, uh, focus on getting customers and cleaning it up a little bit. Streamlining so, the process, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's going to be pretty much it. Of course, on the opposite side of that coin, we want to focus more on our pitch deck, how we talk about the company how we present the company and, you know, start getting funding for it so we can move move it right along and get it to where we, we, we want it to get to. We want to be the unicorn of the 757 program. So we're going to, we're going to work towards that. Right. Absolutely. And with that, that's a great segue as we wrap it up here. Where can potential customers, supporters, and champions of Photog stay up to date on the progress as well as keep up to date with you, Thomas, and Alex, and your founder journey. You can definitely find us on uh, all our Facebook platforms at Use Photog. Uh, Instagram is use, use underscore Photog. Twitter, Use Photog. Facebook, Use Photog. And then, of course, the website. And then the people that we have that's on our, on our email blast, we always make sure that we send updates to them as well. But our journey is very, very much detailed on our our platform so definitely look look out for that and uh yeah that's where you can find us excellent alex thomas thank you so much for making time to come on today and talk to us about photog we look forward to following and supporting you in your journey until next episode we'll catch everybody next time bye thank you 757 CoLab is a collaborative vehicle focused on growing an interconnected, inclusive, and impactful entrepreneurial ecosystem. 757 CoLab manages and coordinates the activities of three resources, 757 Angels, 757 Accelerate, and 757 Startup Studios.